0: welcome back everyone to the run these streets podcast i am your host chris spells this is episode two today we're talking about running you guessed it running running and running Uh, today's title and topic is running is easy running is hard if running is easy to you, we're going to talk about ways maybe why that is and ways that you can make it more challenging or harder. And if running is hard to you, if you just cannot seem to enjoy it, it's very difficult. I'll we'll also talk about ways to make it easier for yourself, um, as well as ways in which running is both easy and hard. So let's jump into it. So let's start off with the Positives. About why running is easy. Uh, well, it's easy to get into. Uh, you need no experience to get going. And literally, anyone can do it. Uh, and that's probably one of the best things. Uh, you know, during this COVID nineteen pandemic, we've seen I've seen a lot of people out there running and walking that I have not seen in the past. Uh, obviously, due to gyms and recreation centers, all these facilities being closed, people don't have home squat racks and dumbbells and and all this stuff. So what do you do? You put on a pair of shoes, you go outside and you can run. It's easy and that's what makes it easy. And I think one of the greatest sports uh, for lifelong fitness is just its ease. Um, It's also relatively low cost. Uh, We'll talk about the flip side of this, that it could be expensive as well. But for the positive side, running is low cost. All you need is a pair of shoes, put them on, go outside and you're good to go. You know it can be the flip side of that obviously i want to tell the whole truth here is that once you start to getting into running more or for people who are becoming competitive in running they want to buy the most technically sound shoes you can get all this additional add-on equipment whether that be a gps watch obviously you want to have your headphones on nice racing outfit i mean you can you know and obviously paying for races can be expensive too Some of these bigger races, uh, marathons, particularly world famous marathons, can run over a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars sometimes. So there is a flip side to it. Let's be honest that it can be expensive, but to the average runner and someone looking to get into running to start off, it is very cheap. So let's talk about some of the maybe negatives or why, why running could be hard. And in addition to what we talked about with the higher cost for, you know, higher level shoes and any additions you want to add on. There's also the, the fact that comfort level, comfort level with running could make it hard. When you're first starting out running and you don't run and you have not run in the past, it can be an uncomfortable thing. Your, your body is pounding against the pavement or track or trail or treadmill. And it's not something that it is used to, and it takes your your body has to adjust to it. So whether that be knees hurting, your legs being sore, ankles, toes, uh, you know, I'm sure everyone's heard of the famous toenails falling off, and people go out there and run marathons that have not trained for them. That's possible. It's not likely, but it happens. Uh, so we'll stick to the the discomfort level, and really the way to to take this one and turn it into something that is easy is it realizing that your body adjusts with time. So just like someone who would walk into the weight room and if they would start doing exercise that they do not usually do, you're going to be very sore. So if you go to the gym and you start doing pull-ups or you uh, you start doing squats and you do a hundred squats that day and you have not normally done squats, you're going to be terribly sore the next day and probably the next four to five days because your body is just not used to it. So with running. I think people get into that and then they have those feelings of those first times and their knees are hurting and they're sore and maybe your back's hurting because you're holding yourself upright and all these different things that come with it, but that's pretty normal for anything. So it's better to be cognizant of going into that, going into running and knowing that you're going to be sore. While it is easy, you know, we do walk around a lot, but to go from walking to running, it's two different things and there's going to be some soreness with it. Another factor that I think falls in the in-between of running, uh, it can be good and it can be bad. It can make it easy. And it can make it hard. It is comparison. Mostly, I would say that comparison makes running hard. Uh, a famous quote that I, I like to lean on a lot is comparison is a thief of joy. And when you get into running and particularly into running in races, it... and in today's society with social media, it can get very tempting to start comparing yourself to others in your age bracket or others who you've seen at other races. And and that's just not, it's not. It's a slippery slope, we'll say that. Because what happens is, what you see is someone on race day, they line up in the same corral as you, and same start line, same finish line, and they either beat you by a mile or you, or you beat them by a mile, and you think that that's some type of standard. And that's just not an accurate representation of what the other person and or yourself should be comparing each each other to. Race day is really the final celebration of all the hard work that you've put in to get there. So when you're comparing yourself to someone who's the same age as you, what you're not seeing other than their age is how many miles they've put in before this race. What sacrifices they're making what their diet is like what their normal training schedule what their work schedule what their daily stress level is all these different things are contributors to how well someone can perform and this goes to running and performing in sports anything really i mean even work performance this is all these are all external factors other than the actual run itself Uh, so to compare yourself it, it it's just not fair to yourself so i would say comparison makes things hard but how it can be good in the sense that you can compare your times from said date to another date and see definite progress just like a weightlifter can go into the weight room squat 50 pounds on day one and then 40 days later can go and squat 100 pounds or whatever that's definite progress and you can do that by comparing your times running similar routes checking your pace per mile all these things are good indicators of your general fitness as a runner and you should be using those but to compare yourself against others is just not fair Uh, I'll use an example for myself I am 30 years old and I've been into this uh, long distance running for a little over a year now I talked about it in episode one if you haven't listened to that go back and listen to that Uh, but me as a 30 year old man if I were to compare myself to someone even who's 35, let's say, I don't know, Elliot Kachoggi, the world's fastest marathoner, you know, one of the greatest athletes this, this world has ever seen. He's 35 years old and he can run a marathon in one hour, 59 minutes, 40 seconds. That is a four minutes, 34 seconds per mile pace. What? So, you know, obviously that's the extreme but it's just, a, even more of a example that age does not matter. It's all about your experience. Uh, how much, how many miles you're put in, you know, they, elite marathoners are putting in 100 mile weeks every week. I've run a hundred miles in a month, two or three times total in my you know career. So it, I'm just trying to drive home the point that comparison is not the way to go, especially especially for someone who's getting into running um, and, and trying to figure out where they land in this space and what your current pace is and all that stuff. Another one that's in the middle ground here in between something that can make running easy and or hard is time. And I'll talk about time in a couple different ways, but first I'll talk about making time. It You have to understand that there are certain limits to how well you can do in a certain race or how good of a runner you're going to be, all depending on how much time you put into it. And I should add this disclaimer, everything I'm saying here is generally applicable to pretty much everything in life, right? If you're playing a sport, if you're playing basketball, you're only going to be as good at free throws as how much time you put into it. If you are playing football, you're a kicker. You're only going to be as good as how much time you put into kicking. If you go out there and kick just when coach says you have to and then game day shows up and you don't have maybe as much experience as someone else who's put in the time before practice, during practice, after practice, you can't expect yourself to succeed at the highest level if you're not putting in the most amount of time. So when it goes to running, it's the same thing. If you're running once a week and then you're trying to run as fast as you can uh, come race day and, and you're not feeling capable of doing that well you should probably do more right so it's about time and and obviously that's a challenge because making time is not easy for everyone we all have lives we are all either in school uh, working being parents trying to have a social life all these different things and running just like anything else that you want to make time for is going to have to be prioritized so if you can only make time to run or to train once or twice a week, that's okay. It's just important to note that eventually you will cap out on how much you can do uh, performance wise based on that based on the amount of time you're putting in. The other aspect of time that can make running be a challenge to people is the timeline for success. Yes, running is something that you can easily get into you don't need a lot of experience to do. Yes. But with that comes expectations. Once people get over that first bump of running sucked and now I I can run comfortably for however long that may be, or I can now run three days a week and not feel like complete crap, the, the temptation is to automatically set a goal. I'm going to run a 5k in 20 minutes because I saw that someone else did it, right? Again, going back to comparison. And You have to be realistic with a timeline for success. So a lot of these, uh, I'll I'll talk about marathons just because that's, I think, the longest timeline when you're training. A marathon training cycle is usually somewhere between 15, 17, sometimes even 20 weeks. Some people take a full six months to get ready for a marathon. Why? Because your body needs to adjust. Especially in running, I found that it takes longer to adjust uh, and to get to a set goal or pace or whatever it is, it takes time. So people just starting out, don't get down on yourself if you're unable to run a mile fast, as fast as you think you should be able to. Even if you're not comparing yourself to anyone, if you set a goal of day one, you ran a mile and it was 10 minutes, it took you 10 minutes to do it, and you wanna be able to run it in nine minutes, three weeks from now, it's okay if you don't hit that goal. It takes time for your body to adjust. So when people start setting timelines for success that don't align with the training and or the adaptation that their body is going through it can put a neck it can it can get you down it can make you feel negative and make you feel bad about it and then ultimately that could turn into not liking running oh i'm not running as fast as i should i'm not running as fast as is phil is and this is just dumb and i'm out so make sure that you are almost setting reminders in yourself that there's It takes time. All these things take time. Just like everything in life, running, becoming a better runner, training, all takes time. So we've talked about some things that make running easy. Obviously, now we've talked about things that have made running hard. Um, And so let's maybe talk about things that if if running is currently easy for you and you want to make it harder or more challenging, what can you do? Well, the first thing you do is run more, right? If you're running three days a week and that has become relatively easy for you, then try running four or five days a week or try to switch up how much you're running in those three days and or the frequency of your run. So if you're running three times a week, but you're taking a day off in between, try running three days back to back to back. And it's definitely gonna increase the difficulty of your training. It's definitely going to make things a little harder, a little more challenging, um, but with that, the positive is that it's going to present an opportunity for growth. It's going to allow your body to adapt and over time, then that will become easy as well. Um, another thing you could do is run faster. We'll talk about running your pace as a way to make it easier. Cause I think it's more important that way. But if you want to make running harder, then you should run faster. Get uncomfortable during your run with your pace. You don't know how fast you go until you really try to open it up, right? So get a nice open road, uh, run at your comfortable pace for a little bit, maybe you know half a mile, whatever that means, five minutes maybe. And then try something small, just try maybe one minute at a time running as hard as you can to see what that is, how fast you're going, what that feels like to you. And when you do that over time, it's gonna be harder. You can start doing it by, you can start by doing it one time in a workout. Let's say you're gonna run for 30 minutes, And for one minute of those 30 minutes, you're going to run absolutely as hard as you can. And then the rest, you're going to go back to your comfortable pace. That would be different than what you've done in the past. And it's going to be harder. Again, a harder training regimen, it's going to allow for growth, which is good. Um, But it's definitely going to make things harder. And then after you've done that, maybe once or twice, uh, the next time, instead of one minute, maybe you're going to go, I'm going to go two minutes this time or three minutes or five minutes harder. And each time, because you're varying how long you're running hard for, it's gonna be hard each time. <laughs> Every workout's gonna be tough. Uh, but again, if it's if it's easy in the first place, that's why you're trying something new to make it more challenging. So I would say, run faster. And the last thing, if you're trying to make running a little more challenging for yourself, is to set specific goals. So if running is becoming easy to you, um, that means that you're probably getting experience at it. And now, I would say, is a time to set a goal. Set a goal for either to run longer than you ever have. So if you could, the max you've ever run is 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Tell yourself, you know what? I want to be able to run for an hour and a half straight. Or if you're, if you're into road racing and, and trying something new, sign up for a race. And then with that race, uh, try to have a, a certain... Uh, pace per mile goal for that race so having that now you know you can train towards that and when you're running and you're trying to do your speed runs and, and challenging yourself you can have that pace in mind so you know what to shoot for that's definitely going to make things harder again we talked about timeline a little earlier so timeline to success be realistic with yourself and give yourself an opportunity to succeed instead of setting yourself up for failure uh, but setting goals is definitely going to uh, challenge yourself and I think also make running uh, fun it, it 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 makes it competitive with yourself running is different in the sense that it's not really a team sport it's just you and your run and yes you can have a coach and teammates and really everyone's pushing the, together and and even the run community which is a great community to be a part of a lot of support for other runners everyone running at different paces and it's it is A fun thing to be a part of but even then when it's training time it's usually just you on your run so set your timeline up for success set your goals and then go out there each time you run and try to crush it so some of you are saying okay well i'm not really trying to make things harder for myself i want to make it easier and there's ways to do that as well so you are a runner or you're just getting to running and training and you want to make things easier you're a month in, and this just sucks. We've all been there. Trust me on that one. It is something that takes time. I'll say that a million times. It takes time, and there's a couple things you can do, at least in my experience, to make it easier. So the first thing is run slower. Slow down. Let go of your preconceived pace per mile that you need to be at. I can promise you that whatever you're running at, it's okay to go slower. Running is one of those things, one of those activities where you can run slow and it still prepares you to run fast when you need it, or when you on a whether that be a race or on any given day. I like to think of it as like you're you're almost doing a walkthrough. Um, if you're playing a sport. So let's say basketball, day before a game, you're maybe doing walkthroughs. You're not going as hard as you need to because you have the end goal of playing the game at full speed. Running can be confusing to some in the sense that the idea that you need to get faster by running as fast as you can every single time you run that is just that is a recipe for failure i mean going out there and pounding every single time as hard as you can it's only going to it's really going to hurt your body and so it would be the same as if a if a weightlifter went in and try to lift their max on bench press every single time that they worked out that is just that's not that's just not gonna work it's not gonna work at all you're not gonna see success you're almost guaranteeing that you're going to fail and set yourself up to be mad about it and depressed about it and that's just not the way to do it so if you're running and you're getting into it please try slowing down um even i get caught in the the misconception that running slow is bad i I like to run my goal marathons at around nine minutes per mile. Um, so on a slow day for me, I only back it down to 9.30 or 9.45. Um, again, it's all relative, right? Don't I know some people will hear that and think, well, that's fast or that's slow. It's all relative. But for me, I take off about... 30 to 45 seconds per mile on easy days. Now, in reality, I think I could probably take it down to 10 or 1030 even on really easy days because you need to allow your body to recover. There's a saying out in the running world that run slow to run fast. And that's something that I'm still trying to get a hold of. Really, I think a good example of this, maybe the best example of this, a runner named Joshua Cheptigi, he ran the 5k and he set the world record, right? His time. 12 minutes 51 seconds 12 freaking minutes and 51 seconds for a 5k that is 3.1 miles what is going on That is insane pace for that race he ran uh, about a four minute and eight second uh, mile three consecutive miles in a row to set the world record that is insane so how does he do it every day he's not going out there and running a 408 pace he, which is actually incredible to hear when I and, and see when I read this, some of his slow days or his recovery days or his easy days, he's running a 1030 per mile pace. 1030, that is a huge drop off from his pace of 408 to set the world record. And I think the greatest example of running slow so that you can allow your body to take on the mileage and and you allow your body to go through all this training so that when it's time to race, you're not hurting and you're recovered and you're ready to go. So the first thing and perhaps the most important, if you're running and just get into this and you want to make it easier, go slower. The next thing, and I touched on that a little earlier, is to be patient with your timeline. Set yourself up for success. Get into running. Get comfortable with yourself and learn to listen to your body. If you're signing up for race after race, 5K after 5K every single weekend and really trying to hit this goal time that you set, maybe take a weekend off, take a couple weekends off and lengthen up that timeline to allow your body to adapt. Talked about it earlier, so I don't want to get too much into it, but that is definitely number two. And number three, and maybe maybe not as important as running slower, but it kind of plays into it, is maximizing your rest and recovery. It's so easy as someone who runs to to, uh, downplay the effect that it has on the body. Just because you're not lifting weights, just because you're not uh, playing a sport or, or, you know, in football you're hitting every day, you know, just because you're not doing that doesn't mean that your body doesn't need to recover. Your body is training, whether that be running or a sport or whatever, and you need to give it time to recover. So what does that look like? That means taking days off. That means varying your pace, like I talked about, not going as fast as you can every single time. That means being active but allowing for recovery. So maybe instead of running five days in a row, maybe you're running three days in a row, and those other two days you're just having a nice long walk at a very comfortable pace. Those are things that are still going to allow your body to get fitness in and for your body to – work a little bit but it's not going to be straining your body to the point where you now can't recover and rest rest is so huge not just in taking days off but maximizing sleep and this is one that is very very hard for me sleep and it's not easy to get to bed at a a set time every night my wife and i are trying our best to get our daughter to get comfortable so she can get into a, a set sleeping routine but that's just not life we both work long hours and schedules can get wonky. So sleep is something that I try to prioritize uh, as best I can. But I also understand it's one of those things that it's just probably not going to happen anytime soon. So I maximize in other ways. I take extra days off if I need to. I make sure that I'm going slower when I need to. Um, There's so many different factors about rest and recovery. Uh, So just please be cognizant of that with yourself and try to take advantage where you can so that you can Allow your body to recover and rest up, and then you'll be ready to go whenever that race is for you. So there you have it. Everyone talked about some things. Running is easy. Running is hard. I I want to lean on the running is easy part. Once you understand how the body works, and this takes time, but once you understand the process that your body is going through and, and how to become a better runner, then it becomes a battle of how bad do you want to push? How bad? How fast do you want to go? How far do you want to go? But that's That's a different topic. That's racing and all that stuff. Fundamentally, I think everyone should agree and hopefully get to a place where they can agree that running is easy. It does not matter how fast you're going. It's not about the pace. It's about completing the goal. If you want to go out and run and you can do that for five minutes at a time before you ever walk, congratulations. You went out and ran. Be proud of that own your success out there have fun with it and continue grinding i'm chris bell signing off running these streets episode two we out